0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Raven on the Podcast. My name is Natalie Bohensky and I am the Fairfax Media official recap-respondent for Game of Thrones. And this season, season five, I've finally gotten off my backside and done what I've wanted to do for ages, which is a Game of Thrones-themed podcast because there are not enough podcasts in the world and there's not enough dissection of Game of Thrones in the world. And I really feel I can add to that. And joining me on the microphone is Mr. Stuart Light. The chocolate voice mountain god himself. Uh, he is Hello. a journalist as well and a Game of Thrones tragic stew.
1: Good morning. Good, what, what are we doing here? This is. <laughs> good
0: day. Good day.
1: Good evening. Good, good night. night.
0: Good morning. Whenever yes. you happen to be listening. And hopefully someone will listen. That yes, would be nice. That would,
1: that would be very nice. But
0: otherwise, it's just us having a chat. That's
1: it. We would be doing this anyway, so why not record yeah, it? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> What do you do after Game of Thrones? (laughs) Just talk about it forever. (laughs) At least someone's talking with me about it. It's not just me. Not
1: just you with a mirror.
0: So, essentially, yes, we just want to chat about Game of Thrones after every episode. Yes. You know, 20, 30 minutes of what we liked, didn't Mm. like, how we see stories panning out. So, if you do read my recaps, that's incredibly presumptuous of me, I (laughs) realise. Um, yeah, so read my recaps first. Like, totally read them because they're amazing. Uh, no, let's face it. They are amazing. They're Dribble. They are um, amazing. Don't say you're sure.
1: They're amazing, Dribble. <laughs>
0: they're, yeah, they
1: are top quality top Dribble. Top
0: quality Dribble. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yes, yeah, so it's just expanding on some of the stuff that I can't hmm. fit in, even though I write like the longest recaps ever. Um, I can't fit everything in that I'd like to. So, it's just about. Topics we like. Exactly, yeah. And things that happened in the episode. And there's
1: always stuff that happens. So There's always stuff that about. happens
0: in Game of Thrones. So first of all, I thought it might be good to just touch on the fact that these episodes were leaked.
1: I know. Ah, oh, So, like, I... It's terrible to think that someone has gotten what I think was a screener copy.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, uh,
1: so like a journalist would have gotten this or mm-hmm. someone related to some sort of media organization would have gotten these and put them out there and it's just uh, it's disappointing.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's very common when you are working in writing for TV because obviously papers in particular have deadlines. Mm. They want to have a uh, preview of a, uh, of a show that's on that night for their TV guides. Or in our case, you know, they want to have a a review ready to go up straight away after the Mm. episode has aired. Um, So screener copies are a really handy way for people like me to actually have a bit more time on their hands. So uh, I actually was going to be getting a screener for this one, but it didn't Mm. arrive in time. Um, So
1: (laughs) They obviously heard about the leak and were like, well, we're not sending one to to Natalie.
0: No, the leak was post Delay. I was getting all excited thinking, oh, I'm going to get it early. I'm going to get a jump on this preview. I can, you know, on this recap. I can get it done early and feel confident about it. But um, no, back to sort of normal. But the screeners also, I should point out, for Game of Thrones have never been the whole way through. They've only ever been the first three or four episodes.
1: Oh, yes. Wait, wait, so the, this would have been the four episodes that you would have gotten.
0: So this would have been the four episodes that I would okay. have gotten on a screener. And I just want to point out that I don't watch them or four in a row I will watch one do my recap wait a week
1: that takes a lot of willpower
0: yes and no if it was any other show Mm. couldn't do it but the fact that I have to do these recaps and they're just the the way that the recaps have evolved is one at a time one week at a time that's true and having that week in between to think about it and to analyse Mm. and to chat and it would really spoil that by binging
1: yeah, that's
0: right. So um, so I, I'm very, very happy to go, right, watching one, doing the recap, thinking about what could happen, and then, say, a day before it aired, watching it again, just so I could get the jump. But I've had that time, and I've been fairly faithful, because... Yeah. As I say, it's only the first four episodes. As soon as episode four has done, I, I'm back to watching it with everyone mm, else. So absolutely. So there's no point in getting so far ahead of yourself because then you're wouldn't, not in Wouldn't that, that be rhythm.
1: worse? Wouldn't it be worse to have to watch the first four episodes and then have to wait three weeks?
0: This is what to... I've been saying to people. Don't <laughs> binge. Like, okay, if you have to be a pirate and download them, then be a pirate and download them. But watch them when we you, get endorse the time. Piracy, you We don't We don't endorse. No, we don't endorse piracy. Do what I do. And go to my friend Cam's. You know know Cam? (laughs) Hi, Cam Atfield, another reporter. He has Foxtel, lives close to work. I go to his place. That's true, yes. We watch the episode because it's his day off. Hmm. So it works out perfectly. Exactly. Because I don't have Foxtel. So that's how I do it. Um, uh, But if you must be a pirate, just hold off. Don't binge because you now... I actually know a guy, just on an aside, who started watching game of thrones i I don't know when he got into it but he he waited long enough so that he has he watches one episode a month yeah so one one episode a month one episode a month so he has never been without game of thrones he's never had a break because he started watching you know if if, say he started at the end of series one and then he started watching it
1: how do you get to the end of an episode like the end of the red wedding or something and then wait a, a month To see the wrap up from that. I
0: don't know either, but some people have extraordinary willpower, (laughs) Stu. I mean, that's just incredible. I know it's the it 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 it, it would be that to me the equivalent is putting a block of chocolate in my fridge and saying you can have one piece a day. (laughs) That is the equivalent. Could not be done. It wouldn't happen. So some people are able to. Other people are like, screw it. I'm watching the whole thing. Um, My suggestion is just. Just take it week by by week. week. That's what we're doing here with the podcast. We just want to talk about week by week. So let's get to that. Leak discussed. Mm -hmm. Consequences was my theme for this episode because I always like to come up with a bit of a theme as to what I felt was running through it. But you mentioned, and it's a really good point to make out, it's still a housekeeping episode, the first episode. The
1: first episode of every season. Um, even, the, even the first episode is a housekeeping episode.
0: This is all the stuff
1: that you need to know. You need to know. <laughs> um, actually, did you see that article um, that came out uh, a little while ago uh, talking that the filmmakers tried to justify in-universe the show's opening titles? Did you see this? No. It was a thing where they said that there's like this crazy old monk living in some abandoned keep like in some remote part of Westeros where who who's builds these intricate models of like you know the the various castles he's got this huge map that he's built and that's the map that we see every week in the opening titles
0: that that's like, how they that, that's that's
1: how they justify in universe like the show's opening titles or, or what's happening like when you hear the theme song you see like the, the little clockwork buildings and things
0: they right. they have
1: a they have an explanation in universe for where they come from. I just thought that was probably a bit a bit redundant. Like yeah. like it's fine, we get it. Like
0: You're and, allowed and, to have opening credits. <laughs> exactly. And the
1: opening credits of Game of Thrones are amazing because they function like the um like the maps at the start of a fantasy novel. Like all of if you pick up Game of Thrones mm. novels, like the Song of Ice and Fire novels, they and, and any fantasy novels really.
0: Yeah.
1: right starting from Tolkien and going right through, they have these maps at the, mm. at the front to show you where everything is because you know you've got these sprawling worlds you need to sort of place yourself the, the opening titles always show you exactly where you're going to be that week mm. and they change like that, that's what I love they always show you exactly where, they, where you're going to be that week mm. so it's, it's really cool it's a really cool thing so and I love the theme tune
0: it, so it's, it's it, it takes me to such a happy place. It does.
1: <laughs> when it started up, to, when I watched it today, I was like, oh, we're back.
0: There, we're back now. Yeah, because particularly when it's the start of an episode. Because uh, it's one thing to listen to it just randomly go to YouTube and click Game of Thrones theme tune, which I've been known to do. <laughs> a couple uh, of times in the off-season. Yeah. yeah. But it's when you know there's an episode just about to begin. It's starting. It's starting. It's, oh, it's, starting.
1: it's, it's I, one of the only shows with like, a proper long theme song, too. Mm. Like, most shows have like, this tiny little theme song now. Because there's no time to do like titles or a theme song anymore. You've got to get straight into the yeah. into the meat of the episode. But Game of Thrones has this massive title sequence every week. It's amazing. It's but like it, an old school show.
0: I would hate for them to ever change that because it does really draw you in yeah. and bring you back into the world. Yes. And yeah. just kind of, it, it, it gets you right in, you know, in the squishy bits where you're like, <laughs> oh... Right in the squishy bits. Right in the squishy bits. Whatever (laughs) squishy bits apply to you. I mean, they might be different for everybody. Um, So, housekeeping, uh, you know, we ended last episode, episode 10 of series four, with Tyrion. And I should point out spoilers.
1: Yes. Uh, (laughs) Please go and watch uh, seasons one to four before listening to this podcast.
0: Please watch that because we will. Otherwise spoil something for you, and I don't like to be a spoiler. Look, can I I just say as a caveat, and people Mm. might think me crazy for this, I actually don't care that much about spoilers in general. It never, even if I know, oh, okay, so, you know, Bruce Willis is a ghost. It doesn't generally stop me enjoying the movie until that point.
1: Mm.
0: Sure, it's great if I can get away without it, but I don't kind of go, well, that's it, I'm not seeing it now, you've spoiled it for Mm. me. Uh, but with Game of Thrones, again, just by the nature of the way the recaps go, I can't, I can't be spoiled. That's right, yeah. And you know they do happen. The most famous one for me, and I will say the spoiler here, is I picked up whatever book I can never remember, keep track of the books that this one is based on. So I picked up book five, right? And read the blurb, and it said, oh no. after killing his father Tywin, <laughs> Tyrion goes off to, and I read that, and this oh was no. probably maybe around Series 2, Series 3 and went oh wow no so you know
1: exactly what's coming no and you've known what's coming for like two seasons I've known
0: but I didn't know how or Mm. where or why was the reason yeah you know so I didn't again this is the thing it didn't stop me enjoying the process
1: yeah absolutely
0: um and, and even, what, when they were, even when they were there yeah. in that scene with Tywin on the toilet and Tyrion holding a crossbow at him, even then I wasn't sort of going...
1: You weren't sure.
0: Yeah, because it's Tywin like, fucking Lannister. It? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I swore then. It <laughs> might be the occasional swear word, but it's Tywin Lannister and he is Tywin Lannister. And exactly. you think, well, he'll, he'll just tell Tyrion now, naughty boy. He'll
1: tell him in that very stern voice of his, just go away.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good Tywin. <laughs> what are you doing, Tyrion? No. <laughs> Take your baton ball and... That's not Tywin at all. (laughs) Um, So, yes. So, at the end of the last episode, Tyrion killed Shay. Yes. And there was a great line about that where he he was talking with Viserys. Sorry, Viserys. He's been long dead. Uh, Varys. Varys about how, am I a lord anymore now that I've killed my father yes. you know who's a nobleman i don't think killing a whore would take it away from me cuz that happens all the that time it happens a and lot it's like,
1: especially in this universe yeah, it happens a lot fair point
0: fair point uh, so he had these two major deaths mm. you know hardcore deaths
1: it's, it's amazing how many characters were cleared off the board last season mm. uh, there was a lot of major characters who went and you could even say i mean the two sort of main villains of the show went last season in Joffrey and, and Tywin. Tywin. Yeah, um, they're gone now, and I guess Cersei is now sort of stepping into that, into that role, almost. Um, v-
0: truly villainous, though.
1: Well, no, I mean, but but she's she's definitely sort of filling a vacuum where Tywin was. Now she's obviously she seems like she's pretty angry at Tyrion. It she's seems always like, been angry at but, but Tyrion, But she's though. furious at Tyrion now. Yeah. And it seems like she's going to get a bit more proactive about sort of hunting him down.
0: What did you make of, speaking of Cersei, what mm. did you make of that opening sequence yeah. with her and her childhood friend? And it was a flashback.
1: It was a flashback. I know, I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I hadn't... I'd heard... Because I, I do a bit of reading um, around the show. Mm. I, I haven't read the books, but there's a couple of sites online that sort of recap and give you backstory without spoiling anything. Mm. Um, and they're fantastic. And they have mentioned that she went to see a witch when she was a kid and that, they, that she told her you know, that prophecy. And so I had heard that, but I never expected to see it in the show. I thought that was all just backstory. And then to see it, it's like, okay, well, obviously they're going somewhere with this. They're trying to sort of give her a bit of motivation and sort of explain where a lot of her insecurities come
0: from, I think. Mm.
1: Um, when did be-
0: you pick up that it was a flashback in the show?
1: Um, when oh the about halfway through because I, I thought it was Marcella originally Me I too. thought it was going to be Marcella in Dawn
0: but then she was saying what about your father and she's yes. like don't worry about my father and I went no you wouldn't say that because your father's dead yes. Like if if they mean Marcella and Robert Baratheon yeah who they think is her father. that's what I thought
1: they were talking about and then I was like and then about halfway through it sort of clicked oh this is Cersei this mm. is a, oh okay that's really interesting but it, it's it's funny that it's a flashback about the future. Yeah. You know, like it's. About the present. About the present yeah. sort of thing, or like, but, but, but about the future. Like it's, yes. a, it's a flashback to a prophecy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As an aside, my favourite ever flashback scene, and by favourite ever I mean possibly the worst, was I went to see like Highlander 4 is in that, about 2000 or 2001 or something Is that Endgame? Is
1: that the one with the two Highlanders? Or? Yes. Yes, okay.
0: <laughs> so in that, because they were having all these flashbacks in Highlander, because of course they travel through time and because they're Highlanders. Mm. Um, immortals whatever they are and um, at one point, I have sort of made the joke to her, I was sitting next to and said, oh, I bet they'll have a flashback within a flashback. And then they did. <laughs> like, I they don't remember that. Back, did they, they really? They flashed back to like 1710 or something. And then from there, they went, oh, but back in 1549, they had a flashback within a flashback. It but did, did
1: they respect the nested flashbacks? Did they come back to the first flashback and then flashback to the present? Or did I they just sort of hard cut?
0: Look, I'm going to admit. <laughs> I'm going to admit.
1: It's been a long time since I saw that It's been a long movie. time.
0: And it wasn't the best film. No, not really. Um, it was quite awful. And so that's all I remember is the flashback within the flashback. And
1: very confusing if you haven't watched the Highlander series, which I hadn't at, the, at that point. Uh,
0: oh, really? So yes. you watched that? Before?
1: I just watched that movie because I thought it was like a sequel to one of the Highlanders. I'm like, oh, another Highlander movie. This will be cool.
0: But you I, hadn't seen the I hadn't
1: seen the series at all. It really
0: strikes me as odd that you hadn't seen Highlander. It seems like No, a no, I'd like seen Highlander.
1: I hadn't, I hadn't seen Highlander, the TV series.
0: Oh, which is, so which is where
1: uh, Duncan MacLeod comes from. We're getting way off topic. Now. Okay, yeah, we really are.
0: But, you know, Scotland, that's, kind, <laughs> that, of, that's, true, that's sort kind of of game of Thrones. Hey, this is an
1: Outlander podcast. Hey. I've got to
0: get into Outlander. A whole bunch of people keep telling me I've got to get into Outlander because. Well, you I guess know, it gives game you that Thrones quotient of,
1: like, you know, medieval yeah. like, fighting and male nudity, yeah.
0: Speaking of nudity, mm. um, let's get on to uh, Marine. Where yes. there was... Did we finish off on... We probably didn't finish off properly on Cersei. Just to tie that up. Yes. I was... You know, she's always been angry, but I thought it was a really interesting dynamic with Jamie where she said, you know, you always protected Tyrion. Mm. And now it's your fault. This is basically your fault. Like, at least and he it, killed... And it
1: kind of is. Like, like she's yeah. not wrong. No. Um, he didn't mean for it to happen but you know as she said these are the consequences of your actions. Yeah. And having said that I think Jamie's been living with the consequences of some of his actions for a long yeah. time <laughs> given that he's walking around with a prosthetic gold hand. <laughs> I think he knows a thing or two about the consequences of, of actions.
0: But he didn't, he didn't seem upset at all by Tywin's death. Like Cersei had a kind of vague well now he's gone. Mm. Now what do we do? Like he was our protector.
1: Yeah, and, but and, I mean... And Jamie
0: was just like, we've got to keep this stuff, you know, we've got to stop these people at the door um, from tearing it all away from us. We've got to stick together. And then she's like, screw you. You let Tyrion out. Yeah. It's all your fault. Like, there was no yeah. sort of resolution there between them about how they would act.
1: No, and, th- and that'll come, I think. But I think it's, it's definitely, you had to sort of address the fact that Jamie totally let Tyrion out, and Cersei would know that, or she yeah. would be able to find that out. So they had to have, they had to address that. So yeah, I think, well, she you know.
0: said to him, "Did you let him out?" And he didn't say anything. And so she already knew. Yeah, exactly. Like who would let? Who would have enough sympathy for Tyrion? Mm. There's only one person, and it's Jaime. Yeah. Um. So, twincest on or off? <laughs> this A- Am I
1: am I into it, or, or is it? No, no, like...
0: no, 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 I'm, no. I'm not asking <laughs> if you're into the twincest. <laughs> I'm saying do you think it's like trouble in paradise or full steam ahead?
1: No, I think I think they have a brief period where she's angry at him and then they consolidate power and start pushing forward because okay. I think I think Cersei's going to start on Marjorie. Is it Marjorie? Yeah, Marjorie Tyrell. Marjorie Terrell. Terrell, Yeah.
0: AKA Kate Middleton. Kate
1: Middleton, yes. Yeah. Um I think she's gonna start in on Kate Middleton very soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um because there's obviously something brewing there. And, you know, there was a very portentous um little statement from her when she was talking to her brother
0: mm, um perhaps, where she said perhaps perhaps, perhaps perhaps if you can make <laughs> we will never get access no, Terrible. But, yes, exactly. And and that ties into nudity because she burst in on her brother and his yes. uh, his new lover. Never
1: never let it be said that Game of Thrones v- isn't an Vlagrate. equal opportunity uh, yeah. nudity show. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> except we
0: don't get wang. And that's my only beef with it. Um, that we don't get beef, really. Um, <laughs> uh, we,
1: we did get... We s- have gotten beef on occasion.
0: There's like slight...
1: There, there was that famous scene with Hodor. I mean, there was... Yes, and there was...
0: There was... If you go back and pause... <laughs> <laughs> not, not that anyone one. has No, no, no In series one When uh, Theon Greyjoy Is having a sex scene With Rose Oh, yes oh, yeah. Rose, sorry, uh, With Rose, yeah a Prostitute yeah. And there's a point Where he kind of just Obviously yes. is done Yes And if you pause
1: You right. can see
0: Wang but apart from those two Fair instances, enough. it's few and far between. Okay, um, So that's something I'd like to see really...
1: That is true, given the, given the level of full frontal nudity of females that we've seen in the last couple... Like, the last yeah, two seasons especially, they apparent, really ramped it up. It's
0: something to do with, the, the, like, the wang fact. Like, I don't know. It's a ratings <laughs> thing. And I guess, like, with a woman, you probably wouldn't... You wouldn't have, like, say, spread-legged nudity or something. No. So, cause it, cause, you know, because with a female, it's all internal, so it's a bit more nice, I guess. But, you know, to me that's insulting to the nice gentlemen out there who, you know, God, they're working out, they're looking good, they're they're buff, they're on screen. There's definitely
1: still a thing about uh, male actors nude on TV. Mm. So, Mm. something we have to work on. Game of Thrones is forging ahead. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It'll get
0: there in the end. But that was a great scene with Loras, I think, just going, screw it, everyone knows everything about me anyway. But
1: pretty reckless. I mean, because it's still very much frowned upon in that world. What he does and, and what he is. Yeah. That sort of homosexuality. It's very frowned upon in Westeros. So, you know, I wonder if that's sort of foreshadowing something that will come later, like if he's being too reckless uh, in his sort of romances. Mm. I don't know if that's going to sort of come into play.
0: Romance is a nice word, on here, <laughs> Stu. It's a very generous <laughs> I'm word trying to, trying to be... that you've used there. Let's go up to the wall. Yes. Because Jon Snow's up there. He's, I don't know if you know this dude, but he's a bit of a favourite of mine. He,
1: I, I hadn't noticed, but uh, that's, that's good. Yeah. And
0: obviously in the last week we had that fantastic sketch from the Seth Meyers show. Oh, it was show. great. Seth takes <laughs> Jon Snow to a dinner party, which I just read that title and went, I'm already... Oh, shut up, Kat. I'm currently fostering three kittens. If you're hearing noises in the background, that's because they're playing. <laughs> and um, if you want to come up with names for my foster kittens, they have names already, but I keep giving them nicknames. And I just realised I had not given them Game of Thrones you have themed nicknames. three
1: knick-macks. cats. Daenerys has three dragons.
0: Yeah, I know. They should be. But I think all her dragons are male. I know. Uh, one's, one's female. It's one I think. female. Yeah, I okay. think one's female. So Drogon, Viseron, and. Uh, Ray,
1: Ray Gal. Ray, Ray Gal, which I think is the the, the girl. Yeah, dragon. that would be the girl
0: yeah. because it was Ray Ray Gone. It, it would be Ray Gone if mm. it was yeah in Valerian. Uh okay well that works. No <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, totally. laughs> <laughs> really we, cool. we just got super deep right there. Yeah, wow. Yeah we're very we're very cool people with um a lot of uh friends. <laughs> and uh so but yes we'll come back to Danny and her dragons. But Up at the Wall, Jon Snow yeah. He's back into. Let's get everyone trained up. Let's get everyone fighting. But mm. Sir Alistair Thorne, who was really badly messed up by wildlings,
1: yes, like, in the
0: Battle of Castle got Black, got pretty
1: badly injured. He's just walking around. He's just
0: walking around. Yeah, I don't like that guy.
1: Pa- no, no, well, I don't think he meant to, but no. I don't like him either. Like he he's... just
0: he does nothing except just go, "Hey, Jon Snow, I'm going to fuck do you, your shit up."
1: But do you not like him because you meant to not like him, or do you not like him because he's badly written and is a bad character?
0: And I'm not quite sure. I think it's leaning towards the ladder there. I yeah. think it's, I'd like to just see a little he bit more. He just does a lot of,
1: oh, you stupid bastard, but, you know. I mean,
0: and I, I do get it, I suppose. Like, he, he's, I'm in charge, I'm making decisions, I'm sticking by them. Yeah. You're an idiot, you know, late teens, early 20s, whatever the, the characters are at the moment. <laughs> you know, what do you know?
1: It's hard and to And you're Jon Snow,
0: so you know nothing. Yes, We've established of course, yes,
1: it's been established many um, times.
0: So, I do get it, but I just, I wish there was a bit more than, nah, he's an idiot.
1: Can I, can I just say that the Bastard line made me think of... Um, Jon Snow is referred to in this episode as the Bastard of Winterfell. Yeah, that was... That's amazing. Yeah. That's such a great title. I, I love that. that was... Why has they not used that before? The
0: Bastard... Oh, and... Oh, yeah. <coughs> Melisandra. She's awesome. Oh, yes. Yes. Are you a virgin? <laughs> no. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so good.
1: I, I, like to, I like to think that that, um, that wasn't a scripted piece. That was just like they left the cameras rolling oh, while that... they were... <laughs>
0: Given that pod that sorry that sketch the Jon Snow goes to the dinner party, hmm. I couldn't stop laughing during that scene because he had the exact same expression on. As yeah, in that yeah, sketch. that's right. Like, like <laughs> what, I, what yeah,
1: I love that in the Seth Meyers sketch. He just totally is Jon Snow. It's like he stepped off the wall and into yeah, Seth Meyers' dinner party. But he has that look like he's
0: just smelled dog turd. Like. <laughs> What are you doing? And this yeah. woman is standing there all confident and, like, very warm because she has this internal heat source, mm. so she's never cold. Hence why she probably gets naked all the time. She's <laughs> constantly, you know, Huh, I need to cool down. And he's, like, looking at her just going, What are you... What are you what are you so cocky about? He definitely... Mm.
1: Like, as a character, he is, like, one of the most disposed to just hate her and everything she stands for. Mm. Like, just look at her and just go, Oh, no, I don't like that at all.
0: But he was very... Um, I, I did love that like Stannis and Davos are just standing on top of the wall you know no reason <laughs> Stannis just is makes very at home on top of the, on top of the yeah, wall yeah it makes for a nicer shot to have him right, like, yeah. on There's, the wall it's one of those back. things
1: yeah he shouldn't have been up there really but like
0: you would not have been able to have a casual conversation the way they did <laughs> well I think Mance should do this and I think he should it's like the wind the wind alone. The sheer
1: wind it's would what be, is
0: it 700 feet high yes, whatever that is it's very
1: tall it's The there wind be they,
0: of they'd, of they'd be like "That's radar should Hey, what? That's right. I should bend. The, the, what, Let's go back down the elevator. No. Okay. Okay. Well, will meet you there. Yes. But uh, you know, like, obviously for TV, anyway. <laughs> we'll suspend our disbelief
1: Yes. Exactly. Uh,
0: but um, he he goes like, you've got till nightfall. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> but Siren Hines, and jumping ahead... Can, I, can I
1: just can I just say, he was on fire this episode.
0: <laughs> yes!
1: Oh, I really wanted to use that line. Fantastic. Okay. Pow. Sorry, I just wanted to get that
0: out. No, okay. no, no. It, and I'm glad you did, because of course he did end up dying. He was the death this episode, which was it's, so it's sad.
1: It was, and, and I so think... So sad. It's, it's strange. In in one, in like two scenes, he put more sort of pathos and humanity into Mance Raider. Than all of his other appearances. He's always been a bit of a cipher to me.
0: Because he hasn't had that many appearances. Yeah,
1: exactly. But but even like, like in his short appearances that he has had, like, like there's other characters who have been on screen for a similar amount of time and have had a bit more of a, an impact. Mm. Tormund, for example. I love mm. Tormund, he's mm. awesome. But uh, you know, Mance has only been on screen <laughs> that's for that's because
0: Tormund, as I've said in the past, is a cross between Tom Baker and Brian Blessed. <laughs>
1: It's the best of both he's, worlds. He's,
0: and it's and particularly Tom Baker as the um, sea captain in that episode of
1: Black Yes, Gator oh, two. now that's
0: oh, <laughs> ah You have a woman's hands! hands. yeah, exactly. Yes. That's him. Um, that's why you like Tormund.
1: That, I, I hadn't yeah. thought about that, but that is exactly why I <laughs> like Tormund.
0: But he did. He was so human. And, yeah. You know, and the, it was I, an I,
1: incredible I, performance. It was, yeah. I mean, Siren Hines is amazing. I loved him in Rome as Julius Caesar. But, I
0: haven't seen Ryan. Oh, it's amazing. So, yeah. it, it,
1: it, was, it was the show that started like the swords and boobs template. Um, really? Pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, Obviously, that, that sort of has always been a thing, but yeah, yeah. that was the show, and that was a HBO show um, that sort of started this whole, oh, well, people really seem to like that. We should do a bit more of that, and mm. then along came Game of Thrones. Um, it was definitely a precursor, and you should watch it, because it's really good. Yeah, I'd yeah. like
0: to, because you know I'm down with history, so I should be all over yeah. that. I remember Siren Hines mostly from... He was in an adaptation of Persuasion by Jane Austen. Oh, okay. So flicking to one of my other nerdish <laughs> nerdish. I, you're going things. down a path I
1: can't really follow you down. That's just... fine,
0: but he played Captain Wentworth, who in Persuasion... The story is is that Captain Wentworth and Anne Elliot were in love. They wanted to get married, but her family didn't approve, and so she turned him down because mm. of her family's disapproval. And her family are ratbags, you know. And so she ends up being an old maid because she's like, gasp, 28. Um, <laughs> and an old maid, and no one else has proposed marriage. And then he comes back into the scene, but he's all dashing, and he's a proper captain now, and he's got money, and, and it's about how they sort of reconnect. And she thinks that he doesn't. Have any feelings for her anymore? Because you know she's an old maid, and he ends up writing. Does anyone
1: does anyone stab anyone during this? Or
0: oh, there's a brief uh, car chase sequence. <laughs> um,
1: okay, you know, yeah, 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 one of one enough. of
0: Jane Austen's lesser known mm. talents was was a good chase. A really scene. good car chase. Yeah, scene, yeah. yeah. She, okay. I think actually she did the first draft of Fast and Fast <laughs> <laughs> But um <laughs> uh, yes.
1: that's that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> Another <everybody>. podcast. <laughs> um
0: but yeah, he writes her this beautiful letter about how, you know, you say that um women are constant and men are inconstant and that's not true. I, I have loved you for nine years, you know, oh, okay. and never yeah. thought of anyone else. And it's this beautiful letter that he writes to her and he has this look in his eyes where he kind of has written this letter in and she's in the other side of the room, and he just gets up to go, Oh, I've got to go out and he looks at her with this look of like and sort of, like, eyes off this letter. Just kind of mm. eyes at the desk. And so she does, and she just goes over and finds this amazing letter. Yeah. But it's Siren Hines' look of, like, agony and hope. And yeah. he just has those expressive eyes. He does, yeah. He's amazing. So, he,
1: can do, he can do incredible things with his face as an actor. It's just amazing.
0: And so when he says, you know, oh, how are they going to do it? And he says, they're going to burn yes. you alive. His
1: whole face just drops. It's amazing.
0: And it was like, you just confronted a man with his absolute terror. Yeah. You know, his, his mortal terror. And and the way that they did the execution there at the end, and you know, Mel, uh, Melisandre had her big rant, you know, saying "Wuthering Heights," whatever she did. <laughs> and and the fire, it didn't just burn like a lot of times they do burning, say in Buffy or something. The fire it just happens. goes up straight Oof. away, yeah. But of course, but this yeah, was it just have. a trickle of flame, and yeah. you could see him just in sheer terror. Mm. So John Snow making that decision to go, which I didn't
1: see coming. I didn't no? expect John to do that. But I guess, I mean, obviously it makes perfect sense. Uh, it's the next step in his character's development where it's something it's something that I think Ned Stark wouldn't have done. Ned Stark maybe would have... He wouldn't have been happy about it happening, but oh, he probably would have let... a man who
0: passes sentence should...
1: Swing the, the sword, swing the sword but yeah. But then he
0: wouldn't have been happy with Stannis letting Melisandre light the on fire.
1: No, but I think I think Ned would have been bound by the fact that he believed that Stannis was the rightful king. Oh, that's
0: and true, And so if yeah. Stannis
1: decides to do something, he ha- he's on a bound to let him do it. Yeah. Whereas Jon Snow shooting that arrow, I think is him breaking away from his father finally. Mm. And sort of becoming his own man.
0: Will it's be definitely
1: f- the most action. It's it's the most agency he's shown for a
0: long time. Yeah. Yeah, since the caving episode with the yes. greet. Um but he uh, will there be a consequence for him next week oh, having there's, there's disobeyed Stannis like that?
1: There's got to be because, I mean, Stannis doesn't suffer that sort of stuff lightly.
0: No. Uh, so... Having said that, I did think, you know, because he's there with Davos going, if they come and fight with us, we will give them land. Um, you know, we will pardon them. And I started thinking, could Stannis be a reasonable king? Because well, as we thing... progress into the next part of the discussion, which is Tyrion and, and Varys, um,
1: hmm.
0: he says we need a, a monarch who's... Tougher than Tommen, but, but not as
1: harsh as Stannis. Gentler, than yeah, Stannis. gentler than Stannis. But
0: Stannis in that episode to me seemed reasonable. Well, Stannis,
1: Stannis is a—he's f- brutally fair. That—that's the yeah. point of his character: is that he's—he's he's not vicious or mean. Mm. He's brutally fair.
0: Totally black or white. Totally, yeah, yeah.
1: He's very much like you get what's coming to you, but no more. You know, like like mm. he, he cut off Davos's yeah. the tops of Davos's fingers for. For smuggling, but yeah. then he made him a knight. Yeah. For helping him out. You know, like, it, it's that, that duality that he believes resolutely in justice and, mm. and fairness and what's right and wrong and honour. Almost almost to the point of, of just insanity, which is where his character is sort of heading. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it just, it seems like, it seems like Stannis comes across, I, I get the impression that Stannis comes across as much more villainous in the show. Because I've heard people sort of say that in the books that he's a lot, he's a lot uh, f- fairer, I guess, or, or he's not, he's not as sneering like like the way the, the, the actor plays him. He plays him as very sort of abrupt and sneering and and that sort of thing. And I think that translates into a lot of people sort of going, "Oh, well, he's obviously the villain," whereas he's meant to be true neutral. He's mm. meant to be that sort of.
0: He's, I think, probably, and that's the influence of Melisandre. Is yes. that pushing to...
1: Pushing him down that road.
0: Yeah. So, um, Tyrion turns up in Pentos in a box. Oh,
1: he does. And we get a... I would I would watch an entire series just about uh, Tyrion and Varys. <laughs> just sniping at each other. Just like an odd couple situation. Yeah. If we could have that as the odd couple instead of the odd couple Tyrion, we currently have.
0: The spider. Master of Whispers, <laughs> in half-man. Throw down, bitch! <laughs>
1: Constantly chiding him about his drinking, telling him to pick up after himself. Yeah. it gonna be amazing.
0: Yeah, so that, I mean, it didn't take him long to kind of convince Tyrion that he needed no. to go off. And and was that the first time that we've seen Varys actually admit who he was working for? Uh, I think
1: it's definitely his... it's it's been hinted at many times. I think and I think it's it's been. You can figure it out through implication. But this is the first time he's come out and said, yep, I was totally trying to get the Targaryens back on the throne.
0: But then how do you explain, you know, back in the first series when Robert Baratheon wanted um, da- Daenerys Targaryen killed, you know, when she when he found out, particularly when he found out she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, And they ordered... And, you know, he didn't do anything to really hmm. stop that. And let... Oh!
1: But but didn't he? Because I think there was, like, someone else... Like, uh, Did he
0: tell Jorah? I was
1: about to say Jorah went and found her and then... Uh, uh, um, the other old knight whose name escapes Sir me Ser um Selmy found his way to her as well was that sort of so Varys behind the scenes sort of nudging things helping,
0: along helping possibly he did say that there was a group of them who felt that yeah. Baratheon was a disaster mm. and the whole place is going into the tip so we need to get you know who said anything about a hymn <laughs>
1: Drummer bomb. Daenerys. No, there was, there was definitely, yeah, and, and that, that has been in all the promos, but it's still really cool to see him sort of go, oh, yeah, and, and to, see, to see those characters start connecting with Daenerys, who yeah. until now has been very Isolated. remote from yeah. everyone else. We're starting to see a bit of cross pollination, which yeah. is very cool. Um, be, I think that'll be good.
0: That'll be exciting.
1: <clears throat> and Tyrion in, in Daenerys, I mean, if he gets there, Tyrion in Daenerys' little court of advisors, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. wait for that.
0: What will she think of his drinking that's and, right yeah you know, his, he's his very he's a very
1: different to, speaking
0: of whoring the unsullied were whoring they were but not for Straight, any sexy type. I thought that was
1: very touching up until he, he got his, his throat brutally cut yeah. um it was you it know was, something which was my message
0: been... don't be front spoon <laughs> never be front spoon because you expose yourself in more ways than one that's that, right that was my key message mm. out of today is that was my get <laughs> don't be front spoon I didn't get the name of that cult, though. I, I, I didn't hear it properly. It was like the... Was Sons of the Harpy,
1: I think. Or, Sons or the, of the Harpy, was not it? Uh, it was okay. something of the Harpy.
0: So does that explain why that...
1: I think that's what that Harpy big st- statue is. It's the, I think it's the, the, the dispossessed people that of, of that city that Daenerys sort of pushed out. Yeah. That's the sort of resistance movement. They're going, you're, you're a tyrant. You've come in and you're not a liberator. You've conquered us. And we're going to... This is their resistance movement. Yeah. Um, you freed
0: our slaves. So yeah. we're biting back. Was big side to be on. Um, so she, uh, they want her to reopen some fighting pits, and that that wasn't really a surprise when they said that because there's been a lot of promos, and in that day of the life uh, special oh, course, that they put yeah. out, they, one of the focus, or one of the set pieces was this big, you know. So that's obviously
1: going to factor in, yeah, a coliseum later on. type
0: mm. um, fighting pit. So she's obviously going to reopen those at some point, but yeah, she's a very she's very anti violence.
1: She is for for, for a conqueror, um, and that's what she is.
0: Yeah, but she's she's disgusted by this idea that you would just have fights mm. where people would die, and um, you know, for for slaves, obviously, it's it's just amusement for mm. masters that she couldn't tolerate. But could she come around to the idea of then, people um, choosing? Well,
1: exactly because uh, Fabio puts her on a no, no. no um, it's
0: Mario now. Mario was, now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it was yes. Fabio when he had the long hair. Oh, okay. Right. And yeah. Was blonde, but now that he's it's all Mario kind of okay beautifully swarthy and like <laughs> in tanned and naked a lot, oh, mm. he was very tasty this episode. <laughs> and I have to say, and that's why I was like, Ah, oh, Jon Snow, you might need to. Pick Just up your step game. Step up your game, yeah. You, you're brooding very nicely, but Mario's got the no-clothes thing happening. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm very simple like that. I'm very mm. much into objectifying men. Um, <laughs> so, they, they aren't
1: objectified enough.
0: No. Well, this is my... If we're going for equal rights, it's about making everyone... Equal objectification. F- yeah, it's about mm. ma- making everyone feel like a piece of meat. <laughs> I think that's what feminism is supposed <laughs> yeah, to be about equality, right? Um, but yes, he was. He made the point that he he is who he is because of those fighting. Pits. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was his backstory. And it, it's like, what everything. a backstory!
1: <laughs> it was a bit of an info dump, wasn't it? It's like, let me tell you about my past. Yeah. Um, but it's it makes sense for that character, and it also makes sense for um, Daenerys' story because it's a, another lesson that not everything's black and white. She's trying to be the black and white mm. ruler, who just Everything's good, good or everything's yeah. bad. And it's like, no, There are this show is all about Shades of Grey. Mm. Um, but... Uh, the them, I, I, was, a, yeah, yeah. I, I was just leaving a space there a in case you, you wanted to there. do it. Because yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm just a bit tired, I was just a little <coughs> slow on the uptake. Ah, well, that's alright. Um,
1: no, but um, yeah, so it, it, this show is all about uh, the Shades of Grey. And it, it means that this is not a world where Daenerys gets to say, this is wrong and I'm not going to allow it. She has to compromise mm. a little bit, you know, so... Cause
0: it, and, and it really reflects on, say, like, for example, you could take the British Empire of British people coming into somewhere like India, for example, and seeing a practice like Sati, where mm. widows would go on the funeral pyre of their husbands mm. and saying, that's terrible, mm. that has to stop. And and while we, you could kind of go, well, actually, yeah, it is sort of bad. Why would you, you know, why would you sort of counter people Dying because simply because their husbands have, but at the same time, you know, in our modern sort of sensibility, we think that that is a tradition, and what, it's their
1: culture, and you can't sort of tell. Yeah, them
0: what's a tradition? What's not? For, and so you yeah. kind of think, where does this is where getting is really political? It got very
1: deep very quickly. Sorry
0: about that, everyone. <laughs> I get back to the nu- the nudity jokes. The nudity in this. But yeah, so Mario still obviously helping council. Danny, particularly now that Jora not there, if that's so, what you want to call it, yeah, <laughs> be up for that kind of counselling. But Danny's dragons as well, so she went down yes. to have a look at her dragons. she love the stuff that her locked up.
1: Um, They got big. They got real big. Um, no like, food
0: down there. No. <laughs>
1: well,
0: that's what I I mean, I'm wondering. Do they
1: do they throw a cow down there every every couple of days? Yeah, Just like uh, in Jurassic
0: Park, yeah. <laughs> they're down there in the dungeons. Clever girl, <laughs> testing the walls. <laughs> they're feeling them out. <laughs>
1: They remember. They remember.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: ah, we've both seen that movie
0: too many times. Anyway, so they're really big, and then Drogon, of course, is missing, which I'd forgotten they didn't lock him up. I'd forgotten that he—they only locked up. Well, they—they locked,
1: they locked up the two because Drogon escaped, and she was freaking out about what they would do. That's
0: right. Um, yeah.
1: And this is the thing too. Like, like the dragons like to get a bit arty-farty for a second. The dragons work as a perfect metaphor for what Danny's going through right now. Because, I see what you're doing. You see with what I'm that. doing Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's this. She started out, it started out very small and it's getting big enough that it's getting out of her control. Mm. It's spiraling out of control. She can't, she thought she had things under control mm. and it's turning on her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think that's meant to, that's meant it to is. be,
0: these kittens, you know, you know these kittens <laughs> that I'm fostering, all fine to begin with, but now they, they come and sit on me when I'm sleeping with impunity. <laughs> You know, I've, I've seen the, the Facebook photos. They don't it's, care. Oh, it's yeah. terrible. It's They'll all just lie Facebook. right on you. If you do have a suggestion, uh, name Natalie's Foster Kittens, feel free to tweet us. Yeah? Yeah, tweet us. Tweet us. And finally, next week, we're going to see week. Aria.
1: We, we haven't to. We, we have checked in on Aria. I think that's the only main sort of character we haven't seen yet.
0: Uh, the only recurring one, I think. Yeah.
1: We um, still haven't... Unless
0: you consider... Some of the, like, you know, we haven't seen Beric Dondarrion for a season. And, you know, how's the mountain holding up? Do I care? No. Is, the, ma- that is the mountain dead? No, he wasn't dead after that battle with Obi We haven't Martell. seen him die. He was just sort he of. He was being repaired by that yeah. um, Quibern, the we surgeon. Can, we can gave...
1: rebuild him, we have the technology.
0: Don't rebuild that guy. <laughs> Dawn, next week. Dawn.
1: Dawn. Yes, okay, yeah, so, so we will start seeing uh, the Sand Snakes are coming. Sand snakes. That's very cool.
0: That is cool. Uh, Macella, we will see yes, Macella. Macella. And the recast
1: Marcella—they've aged her up a bit, which is which is probably, probably for, the best. for the best. They yep. aged
0: up Tommen, I think. He's yep. a, he was a different actor as yep. well. Have, have he and Margery actually got married, Margery? Uh, yes.
1: Marguerite? I want to say yes, but that Did could they be.
0: Have a ceremony?
1: Maybe I'm thinking of Joffrey's wedding.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So no, I think they're mm. just still betrothed.
0: Mm. Mm. But she is giving him touch at hand touches and stuff. Yes. So he's all a bit. Yeah, It's all it's all sort of stuff. So I'm 15 cool. and easily impressionable. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see, and yeah, so we'll come back next week. We for will. It's very exciting, two. and
1: it's it, the the episode set a lot of uh, pieces in motion again, which they always do. The episode oh, ones,
0: yes. And
1: it's going to be good. If, if episode two this season is anything like episode two last season, which was the purple wedding, if yeah, I'm remembering that is, correctly, that is
0: true. That uh, is true. It's going
1: to be a cracker, but but yeah, so. And- and we're into uncharted territory a lot of the place because they're sort of almost out of books.
0: Yeah, they're deviating adapt. as well. And yeah, they're taking they're... from different books to so make this one. It's an
1: exciting season. It's going to be very it, cool.
0: Bring it on. Bring it on. Jon Snow, get your kit off. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Kit sexist? Harrington, let's do it. Yeah, unkit. <laughs> unkit Harrington.
1: <laughs> no Kit Harrington.
0: Thank you for joining us. I hope you will join us again next week. Um, feel free to tweet us. I'm at Girl Clumsy. And uh, obviously, comment on the recaps. Uh, and Stu, you are at Disco Stew. At Disco Stew, that's me. Um, feel free to reach out. Tell us if you liked or hated this podcast. This is our very first time.
1: The very first time. We, we haven't so, done a uh, rehearsal or anything. No, we we just sort of launched
0: into this. So we, we'd been wanting to do a podcast together for ages and went, screw it, let's just do Game of Thrones. <laughs> and so we have to do one. Um, and yeah, be, be nice, be kind, be kind to each other. Yes. Which, like Jerry Springer would say, that's a topical <laughs> reference for everyone in 1998. Yeah, so we'll see you next week. See you next week. Winter Winter is
1: coming.